This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it, and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. .fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Marriage Radio. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. Good morning, my friends. My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and welcome. We are so excited to be here today. We are talking about, we're answering a question Mm -hmm. that says, I don't feel like I've ever been 100% myself with anyone. But before we do that, we want to let you know that today's show is brought to you by Get Your Marriage On. This is a couples counseling app that's fast, fun, and never boring. Seth and I co-created it. We are Mm -hmm. all over this app. And it is the tools that we wish we had had when we were going through the hardest part of our marriage. And you guys can get it for free. There's a free version or a paid version. This app is amazing. It's got the conversation starters. Uh-huh. It has sex and intimacy questions. It has the battle clearing, strip. The clearing structure, has, which is yeah. very, very important. And I just uh, made up a thing. It's like a pocket therapist. That's right. It's like a pocket therapist. That's actually one of the things that Dan and I said we wanted it to be like oh, that's funny. as we made it. All so right. check out Get Your Marriage On. Go to getyourmarriageon.com to get that app. And as always, we do four things. Mm-hmm. We do our prayer together, our intentions together, our gratitude together, and then we do their question of the day. And we encourage you to do this with your spouse. So grab your chubby hubby. I don't know. No, chubby Isn't hubby. that ice cream? Yeah, it's so grab your partner. Ben and Jerry's flavor. And go round and round. That's right. Uh, so thank you guys for joining us. If you join us on Instagram and you want to be on the show, request to be in the show and ask a live question. This is fun. Uh, you guys are doing it and you get a free workbook if you do. So, yeah. And as uh, always, we're live on Facebook and Instagram right, right. now. So we are be, we'll be taking questions live on the show. Hey Juan. Hey Fearless. Hey Aaron. Good, Good morning, morning guys. Okay. Let's pray. Thank you, God, creator, for your blessings. Thank you for uh, just all the things that you have have given us uh, for opportunity, for hope, and new beginnings. I pray that this podcast is helpful to those who are listening and also helpful to us. And thank you. Amen. Amen. All right. I am thankful for what you did yesterday. What I I do yesterday. I'm fixing to think of it right now. (laughs) Okay. I can tell you. I'll let you go. um, My gratitude for yesterday was that Mm -hmm. you... I so I was like, you know what? We've got to get our kids whipped into shape financially. We need to start mm. teaching them about money mm, better. We've that's tried. What I'm thankful we've tried. For. We've tried, and we've just sucked at it. And it's our fault. Mm-hmm. And so I yesterday I was like, there's got to be 
tons of Dave Ramsey resources and Rachel Cruz stuff. So we watched, oh, yeah. I think it, a church presented it, but it was smart kids, smart money, smart kids with Dave Ramsey and Rachel Cruz, 35 minutes long, sat down with the kids, watched it on our TV and mm. it was really delightful. And I was just thankful that you weren't like, Oh, this is boring. Blah. Right. Well, okay, so that is my thankfulness that you did that last night. The kids really paid attention, mm -hmm. which is great, and we all sat there and did it. Yeah. So thank you for doing that. Mm -hmm. uh, I really appreciate it. You're welcome. My intention today is to serve you by taking your van in, and uh, I don't have a ride home, so I'm going to take my bike and probably ride my bike I just ride, and take catch bike the bus. Home. Oh, you still... Well, we'll figure it out. I can I pick you up. I don't mind it. I don't I'll mind pick it. you up. Yeah, we'll see. I enjoy anyway. going places. <laughs> I appreciate you taking the van in because the heat is broken on one side, so it sprays out hot air when it's yeah, hot it outside. It sprays air. Okay. Sprays it out. So what's um, your intention today? My intention is to tell myself better lies about you. Marissa Pierre. lies about you. So huh. we lie to ourselves all the time as What's people. Up, like we can, we'll say like, oh, this commute is killing me or my mm -hmm. kids are driving me crazy or mm -hmm. I hate my life. Not true, not true, not true. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to tell myself better lies and start believing them. Like I am really affectionate. I love to touch Seth. Oh, I, see. I love snuggling with him. And not right. that I don't enjoy those things, uh -huh. but I'm. I always say instead of those things, I'll be like... I don't really mm. want it right now, or mm. I don't really feel like it, or I don't know how. That's a great right. lie that how. gives you a ton of like, don't yeah. need to work on that. Yeah. So I'm lying to myself about you today. I like that because it's obviously... Mm. <laughs> it's, it's already an, working. It's an intervention. Hey, Patricia. Hey, Daniel. <laughs> it, it is an intervention, and it tricks you. It uh, What is that called? It's a, a paradoxical intervention. Oh, I call it mind trickery. <laughs> well, mind trickery too, but in strategic family therapy, it, it literally is a paradoxical intervention. So... Mm. That is good. Yes. So you. do Thank your you intentions to today. Mm -hmm. Do your gratitudes with your spouse. That's and right. pray. Mm -hmm. pray. Pray, 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 pray. Okay. All right. And we're going to save our questions for uh, the... What? And we're going to save our uh, conversation starters for after this question. So this is a long question, and it's really Hold good. Hold on. Ryan says, what's up, Seth and Mel? Been listening to you guys for years. First time live, though, all the way from Nova Scotia. Hey, Ryan. What's up? I want to go to Nova Scotia. I do, too. So we can go to Anne of Green Gables. Uh, or just Green Gables, rather. Prince Edward Island? Well, it's all. It's close. I there, just so. want to meet you in Nova Scotia. That would be awesome. What's up, T? All Good right. morning, my friend. All right. Go ahead for this question. It says, I don't feel I've ever been 100% myself with anyone. I've been with my partner for 13 years now, my only ever partner. We've got together when I was 17. It was all very fast. Now we have kids. The more I've been doing my own personal development work, I'm understanding that along with not ever feeling like I can be my true self around anyone due to anxiety, depression, hangs up, hang ups, no self-esteem. I also feel this way with my partner and it's only recently I'm seeing it more. I don't feel I've ever been 100% myself with anyone, even my life partner. And now I don't know how to process this. I feel like I have to hide it. Okay. So let's stop there because I think all that other stuff is uh, big stuff around the question, but let's Let's talk about this. Uh, I uh, oh, Patricia says, I read that if you force a smile on your face, your brain will be convinced that you are happy. Tested and works. Absolutely. If you just make yourself smile, it releases <laughs> chemicals. Just, yeah. <laughs> it literally releases chemicals, oxytocin, dopamine, mm -hmm. all that stuff. Amy and then, Cuddy, power poses. Exactly right. Exactly. So, okay, let's dive into this question. Hold on. Tough Studley, will you please go somewhere else? Thank you. I love you. Scram. I don't feel I've ever been myself with anyone. Mm-hmm. So I feel this way sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. And it can be the lie that you continue to tell yourself or you can decide, I am who I am. First of all, you have to figure that out. 
and then say, I'm going to step into that no matter how uncomfortable it feels. And I'm literally preaching to myself right now. Yes, I agree. That is why I didn't tell you what we were talking about today. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I remember reading this question and it's really good. So if you don't know yourself, go find out read books, listen to podcasts, do all kinds of self-work. The Enneagram was super helpful for me. I'll give them a plug. Enneagraminstitute.com. Take the uh, READY test, R-H-E-T-I, and it gives you a whole thing that really, really helps you out. So Mm -hmm. I would highly suggest that. So I I do want to acknowledge in this question, it says, uh, I feel like I can't be my true self around anyone due to anxiety, depression, hangups, and no Mm self-esteem. So you just listed anxiety, depression, hangups, no self-esteem. Four things, four reasons why you can't be yourself. Mm -hmm. Can you give me four reasons why you can? Mm. I bet you could. I bet you could if you tried. I'll give you one because... The times that I have had a glimpse into actually being who I am, and I'm speaking as if I was this person mm-hmm. too, and I we, we talk about the, the Seth-shaped space in the universe, like my arms are fully extended and I'm taking up every mm-hmm. single space that God intended me to take, not like hunkering down. Mm-hmm. It is the most beautiful and magical and just insane feeling you could ever have and you felt that and if if you've done something before good or bad you always have the capability of doing it again so oh that and that is worth getting there no matter how uncomfortable if that says mm-hmm. enneagram great resource for self-examination i agree mm-hmm. so in here it also says i also feel like my naivete about sex and intimacy makes me feel so embarrassed mm-hmm. i recently watched normal people on tv which i don't know what that is i googled it and it's like a show and people have sex in it. But it says, I feel so horrified if my husband knew that I watched it. Why? I go red faced at the thought of it because it has sex scenes. He also seems to get quite annoyed if a male in a show or something, if there's a male in a show or something and he says, oh, I bet you fancy a bit of him. Or he says, oh, so you think that guy's handsome. If we're out and about, I get bright red. Since we've been together, I've drummed, it's been drummed into my head that I can't even look or acknowledge other men, even if it's just a glance or appropriate what appreciate appreciate the male species if that makes sense i think his insecurities do play a part but this is mainly my family of origin or never being able to express who i am and sadly i've realized over the years and now i feel like i can't be me still Mm -hmm. so let's let's cut off there for a minute so uh, you say that i feel it might be his his insecurities it is absolutely yeah and the thing about couples and marriages if melanie has an insecurity and i have a hint of something else then those combine and it's going to exacerbate what do you mean a hint of something else so okay say that uh, this this lady was already a little bit self-conscious about stuff and then she partners with a husband who does say oh so you think he's whatever Mm -hmm. you know that's his insecurity coming out and then that's just going to uh, compound upon hers, mm-hmm. and then it turns into this. Like, oh goodness, I, it's I, get, a self, I get. It's like a feedback loop. It's a feedback loop, right? The one, uh, uh, the kind of a feedback loop that we don't want. Yes, it's it just feeds off of each other to the point of like, oh my goodness, I can't even watch a show. I, we can't go out, and I get bright red. Mm-hmm. All these other things because we haven't talked about it. Now, can you appreciate another woman or man? Of course you can. Mm-hmm. Right. I thought there was more to that sentence. Um, Yes. And one thing I did want to comment on is that this is very much family of origin, the things you're used to related. Mm -hmm. So I I highly recommend listening to Marissa Peer's book, uh, I Am Enough. And she talks about this idea that we go 
We go to what we know. So meaning if you had a dad or somebody in your life who shamed you constantly and said, mm-hmm. oh, I bet you... Uh, fill in the blank, like, mm-hmm. oh, I, I bet you want that or whatever, whatever it or is, whatever that was, that or spoke to your mom that way, mm-hmm. you will automatically be attracted to that, not because you think it's a great quality, not because you go, oh, that's so life-giving, mm-hmm. it's just because it's what you know. Exactly. That's why people who come from drug-addicted families can't help but find another drug-addicted person to be in a relationship. It mm-hmm. is literally what they know. Mm-hmm. Um, if they try to think of it logically, of course it doesn't make sense. You go, oh, I, I do not want mm-hmm. someone who does heroin as a father for my child, but it is literally the, mm-hmm. you feel the most normal, relaxed, mm-hmm. easy going, whatever in that setting, even you, though you, you know, know logically you don't like yeah, it. Yeah, you know that pattern, you know the communication styles, you know what to look for mm-hmm. and you know what not mm-hmm. to look for. And my brother told me this a long time ago when we were when hunting. He talked about how coyotes and deer and elk trails and stuff, animals always take the path of least resistance. Why? Because it's important for their survival. survival. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, well, I'm not going to climb this hill when there's a flat path right here. So they go, they have patterns. They do what they know. They mm-hmm. do what's easy, right? And our brains say, hey... I'm, I'm not going to spend calories on this thing over here. Mm-hmm. This is what I know, so I'm going to naturally go to that. So we have to unlearn those patterns mm-hmm. and do the hard work and jump into the uncomfortableness, jump into things that we don't know because usually they are always worth it. Yes, and I don't know if you know this, but we live like in the woods kind of, and deer and elk make actual pe- trails mm-hmm. in woods. So it, that is a great example of how our brains are wired. We wire things together and we make ruts on purpose. It's calorie saving. It feels safer even though sometimes it's not. And deers will actually have, deer and elk will have mm-hmm. the same path that they walk wolves and foxes and all the critters of the woods right so it's very much in our natural natureness to do that so here it says um 17 was so young to start and stay in a relationship when i had zero experience of anything and came from a traumatic home life with zero self-esteem i also remember him saying that if i was to have slept with other people back when we hadn't got together with him or he wouldn't have got together with me sorry i totally read that wrong I just wanted to add that I have children who I want to know that there shouldn't be a double standard, yet I have accepted that double standard. Um, As I was so unknowing and didn't know my worth or much about relationships and what was healthy or just sex and intimacy in general, he has been a great partner and a wonderful father. We were just going through a lot at the moment, and he was lovely back then. I just wish I understood more so when I'm explaining in the future to my kids, I am not being a complete hypocrite or hurting the feelings of my Mm. partner. Okay, so when I scan this entire question, I see a very strong woman and a good partner and two people that had something great and that they want to get it back, but they've gotten into ruts and some comfortableness, right? And you're Mm -hmm. feeling the tension of like, I know how it was before, or man, I know there's more out there and I've never felt it. I want to get to feel that, but sometimes we don't know how. We Mm -hmm. are stuck in those ruts, right? So again, in this question, I see, all right, there is so much hope. There's so much opportunity Uh, However, it's going to take hard work and diving into the uncomfortable situations Mm -hmm. with yourself and with your partner. Absolutely. So I wanted to throw that out there. It's going to take work. Mm -hmm. It's going to take work. It's Mm -hmm. going to take work to unlearn a bunch of this stuff, to get to know yourself. And I'm going to even say to get to know yourself sexually, to get to know yourself uh, independently, and to get to know who you are, who God made you to be. What is your full-shaped space? If you ever felt that way before, go back and think, I will get there again, 
and I got to do some work to get there. Mm-hmm. I do want to talk about the idea also, unless are you... Mm-hmm. I'm good. Um, so I have some thoughts about this idea of I don't feel like I can ever be myself. So just that statement mm-hmm. is a very disempowering statement. It's a very um, I'm trapped statement. It feeds your own brain to say, yeah, you can't. Mm-hmm. You cannot be yourself. Don't be yourself. Hide yourself. Make sure that nobody knows what you're really thinking and feeling. Crouch down and go away. Mm-hmm. It When you say that to yourself and you repeat that sort of monologue in your mind mm-hmm. of I can't be myself oh see and you and you look for like you have that bias of mm-hmm. a confirmation bias like mm-hmm. see I really can't be myself because look at I looked at someone and then he said that yeah I right. really can't be myself that is very damaging to your own brain to your own thoughts to your own self-esteem so I want you to really flip that on its ear and Marissa Peer does an amazing job of this in the book I am enough and you can get that at um, anatomy of marriage wait what am I saying you can go to audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage Mm-hmm. to get her book. Her audiobook is great. Her daughter, I think, reads it. They have a lovely British accent. It's wonderful. <laughs> but so I feel smarter. Listening. Right. I want to challenge you to stop talking to yourself in that way. Stop saying, oh, I just can't be myself. Mm-hmm. You even did that yesterday. And mm. I want this question. I-, I wanted to talk about this today because I want you to talk Tell about me. your experience with this. Yesterday, we had a little tiff with our kiddo. And you said, because you haven't read the book, mm-hmm. um, I just get really triggered with whatever. Like you claimed it as your own. You owned mm-hmm. like in a in a not healthy way, I'm mm-hmm, saying. Mm-hmm. You said like, I just have a really short fuse for this thing. Mm. And you said... you No, I said I have a low tolerance for uh, kids not listening or something. Right, I have a low tolerance for kids not listening. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, Mr. Low Tolerance. How about <laughs> I am building new right. skills for how to manage right. when children don't listen? So, yes, that is good. And I am absolutely proud to say that yesterday morning and this morning, uh, I I have just kind of felt, because I'm not doing the phase one or 30 days of anything mm-hmm. right now, and I, I was like, you know what? I thrive when I am doing things that are hard. Yes, Right. Mm -hmm. And right now I'm not and I'm not like getting down on myself or anything. Mm -hmm. But I realize that, hey, I thrive when I when things are hard Mm -hmm. intentionally. Mm -hmm. Right. Not to like cause a a crap storm. Then be like, oh, I I cause a problem just to fix it. Like some people we know that do that. I'm not saying that. But the realization of I in my mind, am um, a man and built to work, mm-hmm. right? Built to feel that resistance. Like somebody used to say, a truck rides smoother when it has a load yeah. on it, right? Because that's mm-hmm. what they were built for. Yeah. So, uh, yes, I agree with what you're saying. And I'm, I'm actually happy to say, because this is like a, a growth mindset in real time, thinking a thought that isn't helpful, mm-hmm. that may be an old pattern of thinking, and saying to myself, well, wait a minute. That's not who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm right here. I'm just feeling that. So, yeah. okay, let's well, even, here's see a, you later, thought. Yeah. Here's a perfect example. Thank you for sharing that. So we, this is going to sound so out of left field, but we, y'all, we have moisture ants all up in our grill. We have got ants everywhere. They're coming from like every possible place in this home ever. Mm-hmm. We live in a trailer, just so that you know. So there are ants literally everywhere. Not literally. They're just all over. And the, yeah, two days ago, I spent like all day uh, taking all the medicine out of the medicine cabinets and all the food out of the cabinets because there was ants all over. So mm-hmm. I had to create ant traps and bait and sprays and all this stuff, <clears throat> like literally witch co- concocting like sprays out of this cream and whatever. Oh like it goodness. was ridiculous. <laughs> and I spent literally all day doing 
doing that. And it was like everything, it took everything inside of me not to get really annoyed. Right. I struggle with getting annoyed and being irritated at people. And so the next morning, I said to myself before I even, like I walked into the kitchen and I was like, mm-hmm. ants don't bother me. I can do better than this. Mm. No big deal. I'm fine with this. Oh, ants, whatever. No big deal. I love and, ants. And then I looked around and I, I, no ants, no ants, no ants. Cool, great. Like that made it easy. And right. then I started to make my coffee. There were ants coming out of the electrical sockets in our kitchen. <laughs> and I was like, it's fine. I will just put the traps there. Like, I love it. And in the past, I would have I would have yelled at Seth. I'm not even exaggerating. I would have said, it's your fault. Had you just you done do this? Why this? didn't you do that right? It's because you didn't caulk the thing right. It's because you didn't get the ant trap. I would have like vomited all my thoughts onto Seth because I was not telling myself that I'm strong enough. I can get over this. This is no mm. big deal. Um, another thing I want to say too, which is something that came to my mind as I read this question the first time and thought about how you have res- responded in this. I've never been able to be myself because mm-hmm. Seth has said this to me a lot of times. And also he says, I have no opinions, which mm-hmm. is not true. Not true. You have lots of opinions. Right. But coming from, and this in context from Enneagram 9, mm-hmm. it's, well, okay, a peacemaker, keep the peace. Mm-hmm. Let's let's kind of uh, uh, um, minimize yourself and your thoughts and defer to other people. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that, this, that came up to my mind is, is this question says, I don't feel like I can be myself. And mm-hmm. Seth has said that to me. I wrote down this thought because what happens when Seth tries to dive into himself and dive into, into knowing himself more clearly his world starts to unravel. Mm. He starts to feel like he's falling. Mm-hmm. He gets angry. Um, excuse me, I'm burping over here. He gets angry. He feels like he isn't connected to things. Mm-hmm. Does, that, does that make feel accurate? It, it feels very ungrounding. And just like mm-hmm. it, doing anything different or uncomfortable or hard or new, mm-hmm. it feels very disorienting. <laughs> isn't that like a bug studier? <laughs> a disornithologist. No, I don't think so. Um, it, it feels very ungrounding. Holla at the, the nines. nines. <laughs> yeah. So one of, one of the things I wanted to say about that, that when Seth tries to do his own personal work, he kind of falls apart. It's happened. Well, to- hold on. That, that sounds that sounds terrible. I don't I don't fall apart. I'm just like, oh, this is new and different. So it's a no, process. From my perspective, it is not, oh, this is new and different. It is literally like you get angry at me. You yeah. don't talk to me for days. Like he does. You do have a very hard time. And so what I wanted to say is an unfolding of yourself, like exploring new facets of yourself, Mm -hmm. looking into things you never looked into, examining why you do things that you have done or don't do things that you want to do does not mean that your whole world is bad, Mm -hmm. wrong. You've been doing it wrong. You're an idiot. You're foolish. You're unwise. It does not mean any of those things. Mm -hmm. It simply means that you haven't looked at parts of yourself that you like. It's as if, have you ever done this before? Like back in the day when we didn't use GPS on our phones and we had actual roadmaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember many times I would be like, oh yeah, I've opened my map all the way. And then the corners would still actually be folded shut mm-hmm. because you're not really looking over in the corner. You're mm-hmm. not looking at like Milwaukee, right? You're, I don't even, I don't even know where Milwaukee is, but you're just looking <laughs> at this one part of the map and you don't realize that there's literal cities, counties, towns, right. townships, tribes you're looking down and in not up and out yes so you are people i think are not aware that 
just because you have more on your map Mm -hmm. does not mean the things you've been looking at should be devalued or like Mm. they're bad or they're Mm -hmm. dumb Mm -hmm. or they're not even real because look, in Milwaukee exists like Mm -hmm. that. And that's how Seth has responded. I'm not trying to shame you or make Mm -hmm. you feel bad, but you do. It's very like unmooring. You feel weird and mad and whatever. But I'm just trying to bring a new idea around. Mm -hmm. Instead of saying, I can't be myself, Mm. you say, I'm really learning to explore who I am. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, I have a low tolerance for kids who don't behave or listen, right. say, I am learning to have a higher patience level with my children. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, I will never change, right. say, I'm starting to change and it's really cool. I don't know what yeah. to expect, so but it's, it's cool. It's taking that first phrase that comes to your mind and then literally taking two seconds and reframing that mm-hmm. into something that has way more strength. Oh, well, I'm not good at this. What? <laughs> uh, Shocking. Hey, this thing has been hard for me in the past, and I'm working towards it. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. as easy as that. Absolutely as easy as that. Yeah, and, and usually it's, again, I had to do this with even physical affection because before I was saying to myself in, my, in our intentions, I'd be like, I want to be more physically affectionate to Seth. I want to hug him more. I want to, like this is want, like a, mm-hmm. I will eventually someday, who right. knows when, do this thing. And I had to start, and I actually talked to my neighbor about this when we were walking yesterday. I'm like, I felt so stuck. And I've been saying it in the show. I feel so stuck. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm not making progress. I'm not getting any more physical affectionate Mm-hmm. Though I want to be more physically affectionate. And so I was like, oh, duh. I have to say, I love touching my husband. Mm. It makes me so happy to like pet his face and like tickle his beard or whatever you do, <laughs> tickle his armpits. And <laughs> I love to <laughs> hug him. I am so like, I have to tell myself all of these, yes, po- positive affirmations for myself. Mm-hmm. Yes, Patricia. And so it's it's this idea of... Do you really like it? Yes, I like it. I just don't know how to do it. Right. And it's not something I grew up with. Like, we just don't do that in my house. Mm -hmm. And um, another realization I had, too, is that you love that stuff. And I used to be mean to you about this because that is how your mom is. Mm. You go to what you know. Mm -hmm. You want me to be like your mom because your mom's great. Mm Mm-hmm. And I should honor that. Right. As opposed to, you know, honor differences, promote linkages. Like your mom is happy. Every time you call her on the phone, I hear, hey, uh, you know what? Mm -hmm. She does a really funny, you always know it's Marie Mm -hmm. (laughs) because of the way she talks. And she's always super, super happy. Right. And I thought, what a shame that in the past I had been making Seth feel bad Mm -hmm. for me wanting to be like his mother Mm -hmm. because she is a loving, kind woman. Yeah, that would be taking me... Like looking at a really great trait that your dad has, mm-hmm. that your mom has, and saying that you you just like that because whatever. Well, of course yeah. you do. You like it because you That's know that for as, as yeah. old as you are. Somebody says again, your body and your mind believes exactly what you tell it. Creating Ned, yes. your yes, Soul creating sisters. your reality. Uh, there's this uh, great book by Wayne Dyer. Change your thought. No, change your thoughts. Change your life. Mm-hmm. He so also has an amazing book it. called 60 Days to Enlightenment. <clears throat> Wayne mm-hmm. Dyer is like my ghost boyfriend because he's dead. I love him. You just got very creepy. No, it's not. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so it says exactly what I needed to hear this morning. Yay. Thank you all for a real talk. So refreshing. Mm-hmm. Great. It says, so I say I am accepted by people for who I am. Then the rest will be come after. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds weird. But please go read I Am Enough by uh, Marissa Peer because, oh, Instagram, don't you dare pause due to So an- another thing, Jamie, um, 
here here's the thing too that I am a very 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 strong advocate of. If I want the deepest desire in my heart to give Melanie two dollars, and I don't have it, and I have one dollar in my pocket, no amount of wanting or positive self talk is going to make another dollar magically appear, right? So I can't give something that I don't have myself. So you are accepted by other people for who you are when you accept by yourself Mm -hmm. who you are. And I will, does that make sense? And I will say like you, so this is going to sound maybe uh, weird for a second, but there's that saying about how you teach people how to treat you. Have Mm -hmm. you ever heard that saying Mm -hmm. where it's like what you accept from other people is how you will be treated by them. And a good example of this, although it might be kind of stark, is that um, I was raised in a really strong home where my dad was like, no, everybody's equal. No one should ever treat you like crap. And my mom sort of modeled that as well. So I never have walked out into this world as if I'm less than anybody else, as if I Mm -hmm. have like less to say because I'm a woman. And people have never treated me like she's not, you know, she's not equal. She's whatever. Mm -hmm. Because I don't project that onto Mm -hmm. them. Does that make sense? Like, And if they did... Or if they do, which they have before, you say something. Oh, about I make it. it right like that. Like, and it's not. I don't need to tear them down. I don't need to make them feel stupid. Mm-hmm. I don't need to shame them. But I am certainly going to stand up for. No, I am accepted by people. I am loved, and mm-hmm. and make sure that like tell yourself better lies. Um, I know that sounds so strange in the context, but if I tell myself I can't touch Seth because that's not my family of origin, mm-hmm. that's a lie, and I got to tell myself a better one, and it will position me to get to the the place that I want to get to relationally. Mm-hmm with him. Um, but I do think it's so important that like what we present to the world is only ever reflected back to us. Mm-hmm. If we walk out and I, I have like on, um, like I'm, what's that guy? Hulk Hogan. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I come out and I'm all in like gym gear and I have rippling pectorals and biceps, which I have. And I project that people are going to treat me right. like a gym rat, right? Like they're going to be like, Oh, girl works out. She's got it. She's this. Mm-hmm. If I come out and I look like a librarian and I'm right. like, not that librarians are like meek I know that's a weird whatever. Mm-hmm. But if I come out and I behave in a way that shows people, oh, I can like walk all over her. Right. And she's not going to do anything. So about here's it. the thing. One of my one of my friends in the band Emory from a long time ago when I was there, uh, said, uh, what did he say? He says, um Who said it? Josh. Oh. Josh said, uh, if you look good, you feel good. No, if you if you if, if you, you look feel, good, if you feel good, you look good, and if you look good, look out. Look out, right? So, what does that actually mean? It means that what type of clothes you wear, and we're not talking about vanity clothes or anything like that. But if I, you know, okay, how do you feel? How does it feel when you put a brand new pair of jeans on? Not brand new, but just fresh from the dryer. They're clean. They, they, as a woman it feels like a struggle well, they're so tight you can't okay, get them but on he, here, here's the point like if you put a fresh new t-shirt on and a fresh pair of pants right out of the thing you're like okay yeah all right let's, i'm going let's let's go for this right and and that it just instantly changes so if i am wearing something and i and i and i feel good in it then i look good and then you got to look out because look I'm, out. I'm going to walk differently right yeah i'm, I'm going to feel differently but if i just wake up and am wearing old sweatpants to Fred Meyer or like the thing that I hate and I don't care if people think that this is judgy or whatnot. <laughs> but if I see another You got dude, your J's on and if, you're a man. If, if I see another if I see a, a man a man, right? Age eighteen and above, wearing <laughs> pajama bottoms and a t shirt and slippers to the grocery store, I instantly judge him. And I'm like, 
what are you doing? I know what you're doing. You're going home. You're you're coming to the store to buy some chips and a six pack, and you're going to go play video games all day, <laughs> right? And it's not. Come on, man. Hey, let's do this, right? Mm-hmm. And I, if I'm wrong, fine. But that's just you know we all have preconceived notions of stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you look good, you feel good. No, if you feel good. I think it's if you look good, you feel good. If you feel good, look out. I think that's what it is. I think it's if you look good, look out because it, it changes yeah. stuff, right? So uh, if we can think, hey Lily, if if we can put a, a fresh pair of jeans on in our mind every day and then go out, people are going to go, hey, all right, yeah. Um, I want to. Jamie says it's more about not recognizing well what shows me that people do care and like about me. Thanks of, to family of origin crap. Mm. So that that is a really great one. And what talk to yourself, tell yourself. Tell yourself what is great about you. No joke. Talk to yourself about it. Uh, here's an. I do this. I do this mm-hmm. when I start to feel like um, a boost here's of a confidence. Good, yep. Yeah. A good example is like when I was first starting audio engineering. I didn't know how to do anything. I felt like an idiot. And but Matt Carter of Emory and of Bad Christian Podcast, he was my mentor, and he was like, "You know what, Melanie? You have something that um, other people I've worked with do not have. You have tenacity. You have all these things." So Matt would tell me what I had, but that did not stop me from like having days where nothing worked. I didn't even mm-hmm. know how to like put a file in correctly. All of these things, and I would have to stop myself. One, I would want to cry. Uh, I did cry several times. And then I would have to stop myself and I'd be like, you know what? You're good at this, 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 this. You're getting better at this, 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 this. And eventually you will become great at Mm -hmm. this, 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 and that. So it's Smooth seas don't make skilled sailors, right? right? So I would say this to everybody, literally Mm -hmm. listening. Uh, that resistance. Uh, there's a book called uh, the, the something like the problem. Moby Dick. <laughs> no, the, the problem is the way, or the 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 difficulty is is the path. There's something like that. But the, the point is, uh-huh. you're going down a path. There's going to be trials. There's going to be things like every morning when I wake up that I'm not doing like 75 hard or 30 or a, a phase 30. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm doing the easy thing right now, mm-hmm. and I can feel it in my bones, and it's okay. Because as as when my when my period that I can come and do another thirty comes up, which is soon, I'm gonna do it. So I have to remind myself that. So yeah. Aaron says, Oh, somebody says, This makes me think that if your partner makes you feel like you can't be yourself, they may be yes. struggling with their own self and insecurities. Hurt people, hurt people. Exactly. One hundred percent. That is called projection. Mm-hmm. In the therapy world we call it like transference or counter transference. We should call it projectile vomiting. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's only for like families with small babies, which we've had and have I've caught vomit on me before. But yeah, you project because guess what? Uh, yeah, yeah, hurt people, hurt people. And it's hard to watch people heal. People are not comfortable with that. It's hard. That's why so many people in like uh in in cultural settings where the norm is like oppression and to be repressed and to not whatever when someone stops that cycle of oppression everyone gets uncomfortable you're gonna get you're gonna get pushed you're back gonna, yeah you're and get, then you're gonna get pushed out of the group and that that in our evo bio is very dangerous right. to be sort of excommunicated and guess what if if you feel resistance you're gonna think oh, i'm doing the wrong thing i mm-hmm. should give up no you have to you have to sail mm-hmm. through that storm uh jamie says what was the name of the book you mentioned marissa marissa Pier. 
And P- it's M-A-R-I-S-A. It's only mm-hmm. one S. And then P-E-E-R. And I'll try to share it. But Marissa Peer has a book called I Am Enough. That's an audio book. So if you go to audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy and marriage, you can mm-hmm. get her book. Um, but she also does like tons of stuff. She does mm-hmm. rapid transformational therapy, mm-hmm. RTT, which I'm that's totally right. interested in. Okay, guys. So One more thing. Uh, Aaron says, exactly. I need to get dressed in the morning or my attitude struggles all day. Dress for success in several aspects. Mascara can go a long way. Y'all, I dye my <laughs> eyelashes because mascara can go a long way because without my eyelash dye I look like an alien baby and I feel so much better when I dye my I, eyelashes I dye my beard it goes a long way too I dye my eyebrows with beard dye I'm just kidding I don't dye my beard I have just for men beard dye okay literally on anyway my you guys thank you for joining us and I have to go uh, we're going to have another call today later on and you guys in about two weeks we are going to be on a TV show we are going to be on the Rachel Cruz show Woo-hoo! If you don't know Rachel Cruz, she is Dave Ramsey's daughter, and we are flying to Nashville to be on the Nash show. Nash Vegas. <clears throat> Nash Vegas to be on the show in person, and we are super excited about that. So go check out the Rachel, Rachel Cruz YouTube channel, which she has a ton mm-hmm. of shows right now, and we're going to be on so that show. Funny. So it is going to be awesome. Aaron says, you are a bad A. <laughs> Aaron. We would say that if we weren't on the air. So uh, by Jen Cicero is another good read. Perfect. Oh, <clears throat> it's a book. Okay. We thought you were saying we were I amazing. thought you were just cussing us out, Aaron. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, so, hold on, okay, tough, tough no, no, no. to say. Not right now. Okay. Um, so as before we wrap up, I wanted to read or I wanted to do something from our app, Get Your Marriage On. So again, go to getyourmarriageon.com to get our app. And here's a couple questions I'm going to ask you. Okay. These are from our love languages quiz. Y'all, we have a love language quiz. We never even talk about this. So is it more meaningful to me, like to you, mm-hmm. when you receive a long loving note or text or email from me for no particular reason or... That I put my arms around you. Arms. Okay, next question. Is it more meaningful to you when I put down my phone and give you my undivided attention or if I take the time and energy to run an errand for you? Put down the phone. Put down the phone. You guys, this is a love languages quiz. It is inside our app. That's you pretty will, good. Yes, it mm-hmm. is amazing. It is very extensive. It's This will give you your love languages. This will help you know how to talk to one another better. It will give you tips and tools for dealing with that and managing and having good relationships with your partner's specific love, love language. Check it out at getyourmarriageon.com. This is our couples counseling app that's fun, fast, and never boring. And before we wrap up, I want to make sure that if you need help, you go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage and get the the counseling help that you need. So we partnered with Get Faithful. They're an amazing mm-hmm. teletherapy service. They're HIPAA compliant. All of the great things. You can hook up with a licensed therapist. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist, and you can hook up with another professional trained licensed therapist mm-hmm. in your area. So I do have a question. So tough. This is our, our son. Our 11-year-old is here. Say hi, Tuff. Hi. And I have a question for Tuff. Tuff, so what would you say to the couples here? What, how can people have better relationships? Just, just say a little sentence. Like, this is real advice. By spending more time outside and being good. Spending oh, more time like outside that. and being good. That is awesome. Spending, out, spending time outside will do something for your body. We are natural creatures and the more you can get outside and have fresh air and feel the grass on your feet mm-hmm. absolutely will help you out and doing it together go on a walk go on a hike find a hammock lay in the hammock together it is awesome find two hammocks it's the best that's right Aaron says let's do a talk about love languages and how to function in a marriage with opposite love languages that would be really sound adv- hey somebody says sound advice good advice that means good advice it means good it like means solid good advice. advice so Aaron that's a great thing we often uh, <laughs> we often 
Love. <laughs> Somebody says, amazing job, Tuff. We often love our partner like we want to be loved. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that is the total opposite of how Melanie wants to be loved. Love like, languages are so important. Mm-hmm. So yes, we will do, maybe tomorrow we can do, yeah, if you have love language questions, pop them into, send them to hello at anatomyofmarriage.com. You mm-hmm. can pop them in the feed, send us a DM, whatever. But yeah, we should talk about love languages. And again, go to getyourmarriageon.com to get our, our app. And you can get the love, lang- the love language quiz is right the love languages quiz is mm-hmm. right in there. There's learning about it, all sorts of great things. So all right. we love it. We, we love, love you, guys. you guys. Tough, got anything else to say, bud? Nope. Say, right. have an amazing day and do pigs with your kids. Have a do amazing day and do pigs with your kids. <laughs> have a do. There you go. All right. All right, guys. We love y'all. Love you. Bye. Bye.